already recording. We're on the clock, Kara. Go, go, go. I'm just going to play with my phone. Hold on. Test. Now shake to the beat. Did it work? Yeah! Amazing. What? Did you know you can shake your And phone? that, folks, is how Kara found out about Shake to Delete on the iPhone. <laughs> and with that, we'll kick off another episode of Mundelein Minute, episode number, oh my gosh, 22. I looked it up this morning. What are we going to do for 25? I don't know. I don't know. Have a party. Well, we talked about that it was going to be right around the holidays. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Party. Party. Although, this is episode 20, so we're going to have to like get an episode in there to have a Christmas episode be number 25 <gasps> on the 25th. On the 25th. <gasps> what? Oh, I'm it's like it's meant to be. Flying that day. Somebody, well, we can record it earlier. And somebody then, has to work on the you... dirty bird. I'm sorry, what? That's what we call it, the dirty bird. <laughs> God. All righty then. Who are you? So this is Mundelein Minute, and my name is Eric Schwenk. I'm a trustee in the village of Mundelein, and you are? I'm Kara. I'm also a trustee in the village of Mundelein that knows how to use an iPhone now. That knows how to shake, well, you, you figured out shake to delete. Um, <laughs> so this is my house, and my cameras, no taxpayer dollars were used in the Where's distribution or creation. There's one cat over here on a chair. There's another two cats around here somewhere. There's a bird. Um, I'm also getting a new sewer line installed in my house. So Dude, there's people working outside. outside. The street is torn up and being patched up. There's people doing leaves. I don't know what these microphones are going to pick up. So <laughs> I apologize for all the crazy noise. But, uh, you know, it's life, right? Yep. So, uh, Kara, there was a board meeting yesterday. Anything happen? I don't think so. Oh, we passed the financial pack. The financial That's right, report. the six month financial report. That was a. I really want to talk about that. Okay, so. But there's other things we have to talk about. So there's some other things we have to talk about, and <laughs> here's my thought. I think we should just kind of breeze through some of this other stuff, yes. and then have an actual discussion. Yeah, yeah, fine. Good. Okay. Yeah, good. So we passed uh, approval of minutes committee, the whole trustee, you know, uh, regular board minutes. Yeah, done. I wasn't there. There was um, 16 people that spoke in public commentary. We'll get back to that. Presentations awards, there wasn't any, none of the public hearings in the mayor's report. There's a committee of the whole. Um, there is no reason why, but it's about the TIF. Yeah. It's a, we, it was actually, I think it was a committee call or committee of the whole meeting call on the last board packet, and that's still there. So that's coming up for TIF discussions and kind of some education. A mayoral, mayoral I can never say it. Mayor, is it? Mayoral proclamation for Small Business Saturday. Um, November 27th, right after uh, Thanksgiving and when everybody likes to go spend money, which is always great. Uh, trustee Kara Lambert. That's me. Yep, that's you. And Trustee Jenny Ross uh, were appointed to the Beautification Committee. Yes. Yeah, get to work. Working on that. We're going to skip all this stuff, go on to Public Works. We Let's see, 22 East Park Street. What did we do? We rejected a proposal. Yeah, sorry. I was like, I don't know. What did we do? Rejected a proposal. Keep going. And then we accepted a bunch of... Do you want of... to talk about what that, what that means, rejecting the proposal? Go ahead. means what they presented us we didn't like. Right. right? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I thought that kind of spoke for well, itself. I just didn't hey. want people to be, like, confused. Oh, okay. Um, so improvement acceptance for right. Maple Hill subdivision. So this is, like, the right-of-way stuff, the, yeah. the streets, the sidewalks. The, there was, like, a fence for the water, water tower, tower, items like that. The HOA took those from the developer and now the HOA is handing those over formally to the village of Mundelein for ongoing maintenance and everything. Yep. Yep. So that there now are. So that's part of the original deal with Maple Hill for yes. the creation. 
Um, okay, finance committee. That's me, but I'm going to turn it over to you. Six-month financial report. Go. Wait, why do I get to cover it? Because I'm so excited Because about you're it. so excited about it. Because this is – our revenues are up and our expenditures are flat. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, we're contributing more to the reserves. And I, I feel like the village administrator gave me a, a number and I can't remember it now. It was before I went to Disney, so, like, my brain's gone. But for the first time in, like – years you'll know oh yeah I, but like a, a long time we're contributing more to the reserves than i don't have the 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 um pdf or the you know the printout yeah. with it but, but it's a significant it's amount of time a significant amount and this is not including the utility tax money that will be going towards reserves right which means we'll hit that 50 percent threshold faster and then we'll be able to put more money towards the road fund even quicker. Correct. And and correct me if I'm wrong, but the whole reason you ran, well, one of them, was to tighten up our reserves and make sure that our reserve policy was buttoned up and adhered to. Yeah. S- yeah. And, and the other side of it was infrastructure, which is the road fund. Which is the road fund. And getting the reserve secured so that mm-hmm. you can fund the roads to the level they need to be funded to. Correct. But I just wanted to have like a celebration on that because we never celebrate the victories, right? right. And that's a huge victory. So yeah, okay. Did so you then put balloons and streamers in when you edit this so that it's a celebration here. That's what I could do. Could I get a party hat during it? We should. We should. We should have some. No, but can't you just like edit it on? I, I don't. I don't know. I've never <laughs> tried that. Try new things, man. Try new things. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's your next gift try new things man try try where's nikki <laughs> try new things uh so next up was the governing body bill approval and this one was very large three million well that's a big number yeah three million six hundred and sixty thousand nine hundred and twenty three dollars and forty two cents and i want you to know i don't practice these before the meeting and i always think of you trying to say a number when i'm saying it i get and I'm so trying, nervous i'm trying not to be nervous because i know i'm gonna screw it up one day and 56 million dollars. 56 million dollars for whatever i don't know so this one was was 3.6 million almost 3.7 million um and the largest part of that was about two and a half million dollars to pay down debt service bonds, bonds. and principal um principal and interest on those bonds and that's just an item that's budgeted for each year we know this is coming up and you know yeah. we have to pay those bills oh paying bills is the worst right god i know all right so next up public safety committee building committee there was nothing in for either of those transportation and infrastructure uh there was a, a change order for some extra work for base failure repairs um for roads for a road Basically. they had twenty eight thousand dollars there nothing under other reports in scheduled business, the omnibus vote, there was um, the Archer Business Center's space assessment proposal. So we're going to have a, a third party take a look at some space that's in the ABC and the Archer Business Center. And, um, Figure out optimal uses. Yeah, some optimal use and possibly for the use by the village. Uh, there was nothing with the village administrator, attorney, clerk, and that was the end of the meeting. And we'll see you in the next episode. Nothing else to talk about, right? That's it. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, KK, so now that KK. we rush through that. Um, let's talk about Thornton's. And so Thornton's came this time around in front of the board. Mm-hmm. And the first time that the it's first formally time. been in front of the village board. Correct. And they are asking for three variances. And we did a whole whole video on this about the Plata survey. Mm-hmm. And yep. we talked about, you know, that the gas station is is allowed by right. 
and it that is they zoned can, for that. It, they can, yep, it's zoned for it. That they don't have to ask the permission of the board to, um, to build. They, they just could have need... pulled building permits yesterday. Correct. Yeah, yeah, it's it's allowed. They're the property owners, and they can build that by right. So, and I feel like this may be part of a. Whoa, excuse me, while I like position myself because I was like falling out of this chair. I don't know how that happened. It's a couch. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm talented. I feel like this needs to have like a broader conversation of like government interfacing with businesses and how it works. We don't decide who goes where. Right. Like the government does not decide that. And that's a whole philosophical conversation on how you lean politically, like what the government's mm -hmm. role is in the private sector. But the government does not decide what businesses come to town and where they go. Correct. I don't get to pick a national chain or a small business or whatever and say, you need to build in Mundelein. Correct. Private sector determines that. And I just want that like perfectly clear because, you know, I've, there's been a lot of voices that say, well, why would the village pick a gas station to go there? Or why a gas station across the street from another gas station? Right. We don't pick businesses. Correct. They come to us. Now, now things are zoned, but they, this zoning has been in place for many years. And I will say, though, that the staff does go out and try to oh, court, yeah. court businesses. But in this instance, it wasn't that. No. Not not at all. Nobody went out to ask GMX Thorntons to come and build this or anything mm -hmm. in, in the village. In fact, the, when the village got involved, there was already a draft real estate agreement in place. I think, if I'm remembering the timeline right. I think there was. I think that they had the business, they had the land under contract before they came and spoke to us and of course i i, I can't say i ever read the contract but i'm sure that there's some oh, language for sure there's that an gave out clause. In, i mean wasn't you know an out based on variances that were needed or whatnot but yeah they they did their due diligence to get the land under contract before they even started this process right so, so moving on to so last my night disclaimer <laughs> um we had 16 people speak during public commentary. One was the developer just asking whether we wanted a full presentation or not. So 15, um, 15 people spoke all in opposition to it. That said, we as trustees received a number of emails supporting it. Not we as did. many. Not as many, but there was two that stood out, to, the three that stood out to me in particular. One was a, la a landowner of an adjacent property mm -hmm. that expressed their support of it because he felt that any commercial development would enhance his property, making it easier for him easier for him to develop his land. Valid point. Two was a business owner nearby that was in support of it because, again, he thought more commercial retail would lead to more foot traffic into his business. Three was a resident in Holcomb that wanted to remain anonymous because he was nervous what his neighbors would say which makes me sad because everyone should have the right to their opinion right but his point was that he wanted to be able to send his kids on a bike ride to go pick up a gallon of milk sure which i mean i grew up in the city so obviously very different but my mom used to send me on my bike to go to white hen i'm old to pick up a gallon of milk <laughs> you know like that's a real that's a real thing so yeah. those three really stood out to me we received numerous ones that broke down every single point you know, over and over about why it should be supported. But those three really stood out to me. So Yeah. But that we weren't talking about whether we were allowing a gas station there last night. And, and I, there was a part, a portion of the planning and zoning meeting packet that I, I was going to pull up where they talked about 
um, a speedway in Columbus. I think it was Columbus, Ohio. Because I didn't I ask about you this brought last it up night? too. I, I asked. Okay, so one of the variances Columbus, yeah, um, is about building to the lot line, and where this property is in Mundelein and, and zoned as the C five C. It's the the city center basically corridor, um, the downtown corridor. It's required that you build your your building on the lot line or within 10 feet on the front side and five feet on the side yard. Why is that? It's just to create a, a downtown like look. An urban feel. An urban feel, yeah. correct. And a more walkable community. Yep. Um, so we asked, well, what would a gas station look like if it was built this way? And I was kind of afraid of the answer and I, I got that answer. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't make for the traditional gas station look. And the developer pointed out that there's a couple in Columbus, Ohio, and that the one there... Is the worst performing gas station in the country. Right. For, for that chain. Right. So why do we care about it not performing well? Well, the reason that I care is because their performance impacts how much sales tax generates revenue they generate right? right but not only that you pointed this out that if it was flipped on its side to or flipped completely i guess 180 yeah so so really the right now the c store the convenience store that would be on the property line they're asking for a variance to set that back so towards the back property line near the railroad tracks near the railroad tracks and the put the gas pumps in front near if 45. we flipped that and we forced them by by saying no to build that convenience store on the property line up towards the front and they move those gas pumps to the back now there's they're closer to the homes that are in the back of that subdivision or you know, back towards holcomb and there's no buffer to where the building is a buffer today mm -hmm. we would be putting the canopy with the pumps the lights the running cars all of that closer to the homes and the vents for the tanks which is what the concern is environmentally correct is the, where the tanks are vented and currently they're going to put those vents and, and Trustee Wilson even got up to, to clarify, pointing at the screen mm -hmm. to double check where those vents are going. And they're as far away from the homes as they could be in this current proposal. Yeah. And and that's where I decided to vote yes on this. And I was torn. I even said it during the meeting because I like the look of the downtown area and the zero lot line and right. the, the close build, you know. And I, I'm intrigued as to what a gas station would look like. Backwards. And, and 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 in my mind thinking, okay, developers, figure it out. Figure it out. Make yeah. it look like something that can be usable, right. yet attractive, and make it happen. That's that's but your job. There's a caveat there: usable and attractive. Right. right. So if you didn't, and I voted no on these variances, we'll go into that in a second. But the reason that is important is because it's they could, we could have denied all of their variances. And they could have put up a building that was looked terrible and was poorly functioned. And guess what? They were probably, they probably survived. But we would be stuck with an eyesore. Correct. Like that was my fear is that the end goal of this was you deny the variances, they build only, and you get a, a, you get a yucky product. Right. What did we do? What did we achieve? Right. Nothing. So whatever. Then we went into an oration about – I love that word, oration. Oration is a good is word. word. About um, – 24 seven. And this is where like my spidey sense started to tingle. And I, I wasn't prepared for this conversation because no, you know, none of us really were. Cause it wasn't something that we there. were planning to talk yeah. about. And 
you know, we were told when we went to a newly elected officials training to never make your mind up on an issue before the board room. And I really have like taken that to heart. Mm -hmm. You know, like you can have preconceived notions, but your mind shouldn't be made up until you hear all sides of the argument. And and 15 people in public commentary is a good opportunity to hear that. But and, somebody brought up the 24-7 and how right. other gas stations in the area aren't 24-7. But to your point, they are allowed to be by code. Correct. So they just choose not to use them. But I felt like to be a good partner that a compromise would be to not have them operate 24-7. Thornton said that that was a must. Well, then I felt like they weren't willing to compromise, so I was going to vote no on the variances. So there was neither compromise on either side. Like, two wrongs definitely didn't make a right. But to me, that was an important principle that, like, at least they could have had the conversation. But they didn't. So that's why I voted no on them. But I voted yes on the fence because... Being a good neighbor? Being a good neighbor. And that's, like, the goal is, like, trying to get Thorns to be a good neighbor to the residents that they're affecting. Sure. Okay, so... It was a heavy conversation last it night. It was a very none heavy of, one. And none of these decisions are, like, made lightly. I think her, Trustee Russell made, up a, made a point that all of us lose sleep at night over this. All of us yep. anguish and read all we possibly can and don't make these decisions lightly. I mean, like, my husband knows that on board meeting nights that I come home and I don't sleep frazzled yeah i'm all frazzled i'm frustled i'm just i'm frustled i'm like rushed and feel like you know wound up sure because no one no one wins this is like a no win situation this one for sure no win situation yeah. you know no one thought that a gas station is the ideal use of this property i said it last night it's not my ideal use at all no one oh my stomach just growled microphone probably got probably <laughs> i've been busy this morning this today no one looks at that plot of land as like gas station sweet no one's excited about it right but private businesses prevail so trusty ross brought up another good point is that this land is very awkwardly shaped it's shaped like it's a, a pie the pie yeah and it gets real skinny at the tip and another use for this is like fast food and like and and that was brought up in the context of of noise yeah and you're gonna have a speaker you're gonna have cars idling you're gonna have right. lights you're gonna have all of the things that thornton's has correct minus the speaker boxes right yeah right exactly right and and it goes along with one of the the emails for it that we received this morning where the what else goes there what else goes there the person said you know it's a it's a state highway and then um on one direction and a county highway on the other uh, yeah. and that this is a, a great location for a gas station. So, you know, we, we hear all of these as we try to make this decision. The one thing that I don't think that anybody brought up to us that kept replaying in my mind is everyone talked about how Mundelein has more gas stations per capita than anywhere else. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're neglecting the point that Mundelein is the center of the county. Not only is it the center of the county, but also that gas tax or gas income is something that we can collect from non-residents. Correct. So we're the center of the county, and I and this doesn't this number is not going to be applicable to this corner necessarily. But we had heard from a developer that the sixty and forty-five corridor sees sixty thousand cars a day. Mm -hmm. So this corner may be not as busy, but even a fraction of sixty thousand cars is a considerable number of cars that drive and, through this intersection. And when we were sitting down with the developers, they told us that their customer is the customer going on 176 correct and that the number of gas stations 
on that side of the road between, was it 90, 94 and Wakanda? Oh yeah. There, that there's one. We were, we've talked about this. Yeah. Going either direction. There's not a lot between a lot. 90, 94 and Wakanda on 176. So I well, know I guess there's the one on Maple. Right. You're um, Midlothian there. Right. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot of options. And that was one of the things that, that led them to this location. Right. And, and, so although per capita it might be a lot, you're not just looking at the population of Mundelein in this case. You're looking at the cars that drive through here being the center of Lake County. Besides the number of people that live, we have to you have to look broader than the per capita. You Correct. have to look at the number of cars that come through. And and then the other point that was brought up was like the increased traffic. Mm-hmm. Do you ever go out of your way to go to a gas station? No, nor do I cross traffic. No. Right. So increasing of traffic is is a week argument because people aren't going to go out of their way to drive here you're going to capture the business that is like oh i need gas let me pull in sure okay so i want to go back to the the motion itself was for the setbacks that was the first one Mm -hmm. and there was three caveats that came out of planning and zoning one was for no large format fueling um, for diesels the second was um no video gaming or gambling and third was that they the developer would work with the um the neighbors and the village to, to figure, out a, figure fence. out a fence and what that would look like whether it's going to be a solid fence or a living fence a barrier of some kind that's mm-hmm. not you know the, the major concern initially was that a hard fence would reverberate train noise mm-hmm. and make things louder right then we added burial D. Yeah. Aerial of the overhead power lines, overhead power which lines, aesthetically right. enhances that corner so much. And even even when when that got brought up last night, I was on Google Maps and I was like looking at Street View, going, "Oh yeah, okay, mm-hmm. you know this is going to come down." And you yeah. know, I'm trying to. Yes, I've been through that intersection but, hundreds of times, but it, I hope you're paying attention to the driving. I, I not, am not the power lines, not the power lines, right? <laughs> but you know, you just get used to seeing something, so yeah. I had to go back and actually look at, at what it looked like today. Yeah, and. And we have seen renderings of this corner of what Thornton's mm-hmm. will look like. And I'm going to get roasted for saying this. It almost looks better because you have a functioning business and then the power lines are gone. And it almost mm-hmm. aesthetically looks And the better. the building behind it, the Hoffman building? You ever been back there? No, you told me about it. I won't go now. So when this all came up, I pulled my car over walked back there and i was like it is a abandoned factory it is not a nice place it is not warm and welcoming and right yeah it's not if you're gonna bury a body that would have been a good place to do it (laughs) that's a thought i mean that was my thought was like oh my god i hope someone knows i'm back here because if i go missing pretty sure that's exactly what you texted too i text the police chief that and i was like (laughs) I go missing I'm behind the Hoffman building because it is it's 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 the train tracks are on one side and then the building is on the other so there's no visibility right it's just not a no no so that passed yeah uh five to one me you, you were the lone I'm the worst the okay no <laughs> you just had a different view the 24 7 thing really got to me it just showed that they weren't going to negotiate with their neighbors and I felt that that wasn't like in good faith so sure whatever uh, and then next up was, I forget, fence. it was fence. The fence 
was the next one and then lighting passed unanimously and it did pass unanimously and then third was the lighting and yeah and i voted no on that too you voted because no on i that. knew that they couldn't open without that correct but we had this lighting expert come in and holy guacamole I, I found it interesting that we got um, free advice, if you will, from the expert. Seriously. And he was giving the village ideas on how to change the lighting code to be um, better and to be more clear and telling us that we needed to actually take different metrics into consideration yeah. when considering lighting in Not the future. Not just foot candle. Not just foot candle, yeah. which is only going to count you know, at grade level on the ground directly in the, under the light. Right. But he said there's so much more that goes into it, especially at a gas station where you have all these metal pumps that are going to reflect all of that light and what that yeah. looks like and how bright that is. Because as he said, everything reflects mm -hmm. light. It was a, That was an interesting conversation. But I really thought when they pulled up the renderings of mm -hmm. what it looked like, you know, lighting wise, it was really informative. Right? It was like, it was informative. I, you're not looking at white spotlights off the roof of this place. Correct. Right? Yeah. And, and I was sitting there thinking about, and, and I agree with the planning and zoning commissions finding a fact, um, that the code created the hardship that, you know, being involved in this for a couple of months and, and finding out that they couldn't open without more, right. you know, so we, we zoned it for that, but then made it so impossible. And I was concerned that yeah. at that point, this turns into a more expensive lawsuit, lawsuit. for the village because we're prohibiting it, yeah. an al allowed use of that a land. use, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yep. And after seeing the presentation from the lighting expert. Super. And, that was so informative. Yeah. They wanted 40. They're, they're able to do it at 25 yeah. foot candles where our code is 10. Yet the gas station that's operating across the street is well over a hundred. So they're operating at a fourth. Right. And, and able to make it work so that at the property line, there will be less light than that on a full moon. Right. And that kind of blows my mind. And I, obviously lighting has come a long way in the past few years mm -hmm. and that these canopy lights can now do that. Right. Where the old ones have not been right just shine wherever they just they just shine yeah just lights. huge they're just lights right yeah that was telling um and i saw that as being in good faith uh, correct correct so that passed that passed so now what happens trustee schwank <laughs> well we don't know and and that's that's just it yes we gave the variances the next step would be now for GMX Thorntons to request building permits. Mm -hmm. And while that's in process, there's also another petition that will come back. It was before the planning and zoning, but it'll come back to planning and zoning in December to create a buffer space mm -hmm. bef between um, residential and gas stations. Residential and gas stations. And, and so planning and zoning um, is entertaining this. They right. will to have a, a full hearing and give it its its due process know, due process yeah yep and it'll come before the board and we'll take a look at it then now if that does pass then you know it, it kind of depends on what the time frame is here if it goes through and gets fully passed by the board before gmx requests building permits 
then GMX could be liable to this current um, standard, this new standard. They could. Could. I'm not, an, I'm not a lawyer. I'm, I'm not, not a land use attorney. Yeah, right. I don't pretend to be I one. didn't sleep at a Holiday Inn Express last night no. either. No. So that's just an interpretation of it. Right. Please do not quote me oh, on that. Oh, boy. Right? Oh, boy. Oh, boy is right. Oh, here goes court. Trusty so. Schwenk said <laughs> on his podcast. Good As job. I say at work, I'm just a flight attendant. <laughs> that's true that's true that's true so so it's an it's still this isn't over it's up in the air now more than likely ah, and uh, <laughs> Jesus. okay so side note when people ask me if i like my job you know what my answer is it's up in the air it has its ups and downs oh, oh boy it's like a dad joke Russ, you're gonna love that joke aren't you <laughs> yep yep yeah um of course what i expect to happen is that the planning and zoning um, commission will pass this onto the board that it'll more than likely pass the board is my gut yeah. on it. Yeah. I haven't read through all of that, that, you know, cause it hasn't been through planning and zoning. Whatever, so yeah. there's not minutes. There's none of that yet yeah. to even consider. Um, but before that happens, I expect Thornton's that their, Thornton's yeah. will, will start their process I mean, and pull their building permits. So this will land affect, use, I mean like they're it's BP, like, let's be honest. They're not dumb. Sure. And <laughs> you know, they're savvy. They're not like, it's not like you're dealing with, Correct. You're dealing with a multinational corporation. They know what they're doing. Correct. So take it for what it's worth. Yeah. <sighs> this was a heavy one. It was heavy. You know, like yeah. no one wants their legacy to be a gas station. No. <laughs> you know, like I don't want my son to be like, yeah, my mom got that built. Right. Great. That's, that's not what I. No. That's not why you no. ran for office. Right. No. And um, <laughs> I, I had a weird thought while going through some of this over the weekend was if this is a hard decision to make as a trustee in the village of Mundelein, imagine what like what it feels like to be the president of the United States. Gross. You know, where nothing nothing that's this simple would ever come across their desk. No, but and big decisions don't get made lightly either. Right. Right? But nothing gets taken made it, lightly. I think every level of government the decisions get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Yep. And yet this feels extremely heavy because it's affecting your neighbors yeah. literally your neighbors you have to go to the grocery store and yeah we'll see these people at yeah. events and you know my neighbor actually what? and i had he was like why would you guys do this and i was like okay here we go you know and you have to address the conversation of like well it's not you guys doing this like let's rephrase this in general it's a permitted use a right. public a, a private company wants to build government doesn't have a whole lot of say like you have to reframe the conversation because it's just, it's not as simple as like you guys doing this, you know? So, right. Yeah. Do you have anything else? No, I, I really don't have anything else to add to this. Um, hey, let's, how about that financial report though? <laughs> but that financial report was amazing. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it back to a good note. <laughs> I try, man. Just try. So, yeah. All um, right. So that is it for episode number 22. Thanksgiving is this weekend. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. is in Tomorrow. like two days. No, two days, yeah. Yep. Where am I? What day? Today's Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. Yeah. And what else we got going on? The tree lighting ceremony. <gasps> yes, next Friday. Next Probably Friday. one of my favorite events. I yeah. feel like I say that about everything. Yeah, but I still, community days, it's worth that. So, okay, here's why I like the tree lighting. Go ahead. I have little kids who during the summer don't stay up late enough to see fireworks. Uh, what do they get to see? This one's early because it's dark early. Because it's winter. Fireworks. Yeah. 
we just got back from Disney though, and so fireworks at Mundelein are not going to compare to Disney fireworks. Yeah. So, but still, I'm excited to gather again to do this. Yep. Happy. Uh, tree lighting, small business Saturday. Yep. Just make sure you shop local that day. Please, cool. every day, shop local. What else do we have? That's it. What else you got? Anything else? No. Cool. Have a good Thanksgiving. You too. Eat some turkey. You all as well. You too. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Or less. Or. Because we need to get another episode in there if we want to try to hit 25 on 25. What are we going to talk about? Just random topic? Well, maybe some people will give us some topics. <gasps> oh my god. Email us. Viewers choice topics. If you will. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Got it, mom. <laughs> Thanks, Russ. <laughs> and my mom. And who else watches this? Hopefully your wife. Uh, Trusty Wilson. Thanks for watching. Oh, he does? Yeah. Village staff. Thanks for watching. My stomach is still growling. Can we be done? I'm feeling hungry. Yeah. Have a good week. All right. <laughs>